Okay, Leah, Leah um, everybody here, I know you've heard me talk about Leah for a long time, and she has been here once or twice, but she really does exist. <laughs> and, uh, so Leah came home on Monday night. Monday, Monday night. And, uh, so I'll not say where you've been. Maybe you want to just start off, tell us uh, where you've been and uh, perhaps how you felt when you first arrived, because mm -hmm. you went away in August, about six months ago. And then after that, then we've got a wee short video to show some of the things. But where have you been? Yeah, so I was in Mendoza in Argentina, which is the province kind of, I have to do the naughty elephant skirt water, the west side of Argentina that borders Chile, um, it's where the Andes, the Andean mountains are. Um, so yeah, it's beautiful, um, it's very deserty, so very dry and very hot, but it's beautiful. Um, and yeah, so when I arrived, it was a bit of a shock. I sort of went out quite confident with my Spanish after having studied it for almost eight years and was very quickly humbled. Um, so yeah, I remember sitting in the very first Bible study just so overwhelmed, going, oh my goodness, what's happening? I don't understand anything. Um, so at first, like the first couple of months were quite difficult trying to communicate and um, yeah, get used to the culture, which was quite different as well. And making friends and um, getting to know the people that I was working with. Um, so yeah, so that's where I was. <laughs> okay, well, obviously we've been in touch quite a bit and we've seen the pictures and some of the videos and I know we've shared some before. So Leah's put together just a wee bit of a, a collage of some of the things that she's been doing and some of the people she's met and that was some Spanish praise music as well. And uh, tell us what the song is. The song's called uh, De Gloria in Gloria, which is from, from glory in glory, I think. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're going to watch it and see some of the things uh, that Leah's been up to, and then we'll talk a wee bit more. And uh, spot, uh, see if you can spot the salsa dancing near the middle of it somewhere. And, uh, it's actually the tango. It's the tango. Yeah. And what? The tango. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, keep an eye out for all the food. Yo quiero ver tu luz brillando en mí a través de mi ser. Un altar que todos puedan ver, que todos oigan que puedes vivir la esperanza perfecta gracia que me ha rescatado. Perfecta gracia que me ha rescatado Ya no vivo yo, Cristo vive en mí Barro quiero ser en tus manos Ya no vivo yo, Cristo vive en mí Barro quiero ser en tus manos De gloria, de mi gloria Un altar que todo 
todos puedan ver, que todos oigan que tú eres vida, la esperanza, perfecta gracia que me ha rescatado, tú eres vida, la esperanza, perfecta gracia que me ha rescatado, ya no vivo yo, Cristo vive en mi barro, quiero ser en tus manos, ya no vivo yo, Cristo vive en probably a bit of a flavor of uh, what you were getting up to. It doesn't look like you were uh, kept away and quiet and shy or anything like that. <laughs> but uh, Leah, just share with us uh, what it was you were doing or who you were you staying with and maybe a wee bit about the culture of Argentina that you experienced and what life was like around Mendoza and things like that. Yeah, so I was hosted by the Walkers who are um, a mission family from England. Um, so Andy and Beth and then their four children Maya, Emilio, Lucy and Noah. Um, so for the first couple of weeks I stayed with them just to kind of introduce me into the Argentinian culture. And then afterwards I moved in with Ellie and Francisco, who Ellie is the one that I'm laughing with at the bottom and Francisco's the one at the front of that picture in the middle. Um, so Francisco's from Chile and Ellie's from the north of Argentina. Um, and they were studying in the seminary in Chile and are now in Mendoza kind of apprenticing under Andy and Beth before they move back to the north next year. Um, so yeah, so I lived with them, which was great. It meant I got to practice my Spanish a lot, um, which also <laughs> was very difficult because Chileans speak very fast um, and is known that they have the most difficult Spanish accent to understand. So it was definitely, it took me some time to understand Francisco and it was a lot of going, what, I have no idea what you just said. Um, and as well, Ellie, the North Argentinians don't speak super clear either. So, um, But it was great, it meant I got introduced to a lot of different things, a lot of Argentinian culture. Um, and Ellie especially taught me a lot of things such as mate, which... I introduced to mum and dad the other night and they weren't too keen on it. Um, but it's basically a shared communal kind of drink. It's kind of like tea. And then they like pour this herb into this cup and then they drink it from a straw and then you pass it round and you all drink from the same cup. Um, which I quite like. It's quite a bitter, it's an acquired taste, but I, I quite like it. Um, but that's just like one example of, I think, the way Argentinian culture is, it's very community-based and very, it's a, it's, a, it's a culture where you just, you share life with one another. Um, 
and they they were made fun of um, British people quite a bit, saying we were quite cold and <laughs> cold-hearted because we're quite formal. Um, whereas the culture out there is very relaxed, very I don't know. You just share everything together and share from the same straw. Um, so that was what I loved. Um, food as well was great. The meat, oh my goodness. It is not a place to go if you're a vegetarian. Um, <laughs> but it was so good and very simple. Um, I would say it's quite good for a picky eater. It's not very spicy, not very, I don't know, not super adventurous. It's quite, it's just good food. Um, I quite enjoyed empanadas, which are kind of like an Argentinian pasty. But personally, I think they're better. Um, they're so good. Um, as well as that, while I was out there, I took up some dance classes. So I took salsa and bachata dance classes, which the first time I was paired up with a partner, I felt a bit, oh my goodness, I felt a bit uncomfortable. It was quite intimate, <laughs> the dancing. Um, but it's culture, it's culture. Um, and I really enjoyed learning that. Um, and cumbia as well. Ellie taught me some cumbia, which is just crazy. It's crazy dancing. Um, what else did I do? Um, the other thing, Argentinian culture is, I sort of surprised me. It's quite a simple way of living. Um, and I think a big part of that is because of the economy. Um, the economy in Argentina is really not very good at all. Um, and a lot of people, I would say almost half, half of the population are living in poverty because the economy, economy is just so bad. And every week we would see the prices in the shops just increase and increase and increase. Um, because it was just so unstable. Um, so because of that, a lot of people just live each day as it comes. Um, and it's just, it's just very simple. Like you, instead of going to the supermarket, you go to a family owned corner shop and um, you go to a family owned fruit and veg shop to buy things. And because of that, I got to know so many people within the community, um, especially because I was the only white girl about <laughs> so a lot of people knew who I was. Um, but yeah, I loved it. Um, it was great, um, and yeah, that's a bit Argentinian. Yeah, just on the economy, when you were telling us whenever you went out, the price of a cup of coffee compared mm. to what it was when you were leaving. Just yeah, so when I went out, my one of my favourite hobbies is going to coffee shops. I just think it's great. So I would go every week to a coffee shops to do um, some of the work that I'd been set. Um, and when I first arrived, I would be able to go to a coffee shop and I would get this thing called a promo, which is basically a promotion. It's like a meal deal, kind of. I would get a, cof a cup of coffee, um, which was always served with a glass of orange juice and a glass of carbonated water and two media lunas, which are kind of like Argentinian croissants. And when I arrived, it was about 1,900 pesos, which is roughly 1.50 for all of that, which was great. Um, and when I left, it had gone up to about 4,000 pesos, so about 3.50, and that was just in six months. It increased that much. Um, and just last week before I left, um, in the space of 24 hours, the inflation had gone up 102%, which is insane. So you kind of it puts into perspective just how blessed I think we are over here. I know we've just entered a period of recession, um, but just looking at the way that a lot of people out there have to live is just insane, and it just makes me feel so grateful. Um, especially like as a student, 
I would consider myself over here, like basically penniless, but over there I was like really well to do and the fact that I could provide money and like offer to pay for food for families is insane as a young person. Like it just feels very backwards and very on its head. Um, so yeah, it just kind of put into perspective how blessed I am, um, but yeah. Okay, could you tell us a wee, then, a wee bit about what the church was like that you were there? Yeah, so the church is quite a small church. Um, they were without um, um, a minister for, for a very long time. Um, so Andy had only started um, working there four years ago as their pastor after, I think, nearly 13 years without, without a pastor. So it is quite a small church, um, and they're also the only evangelical church within that area. Um, it's also an Anglican church, and they're the only Anglican church within Mendoza, um, which is a province about the size of Northern Ireland, so the only Anglican church within that, and like the only evangelical church within the city, within where they are. Um, a lot of Roman Catholic churches, so a lot of the people that they work with and a lot of the people that they evangelize to um, are from a Roman Catholic background, and therefore a lot of the people that have started coming to the church are from that background. So Andy and Beth are like trying to sort of break down those beliefs and um, introduce them to different beliefs. Um, and then as well as that, Argentinian culture is very, I would say it's based off a very religious background. Um, like if you just drive, even in, in the middle of the desert, you would still see little shrines of Mary everywhere. Like it's just so instilled in the culture. Um, so a lot of people that do come to the church maybe come every Sunday but wouldn't necessarily get involved in church life because for them it's just tradition. It's, they just go for tradition, not for an actual faith. Um, so it's one thing that Beth and Andy are trying to um, sort of work with, trying to yeah, show them the gospel and show them the importance of it and what it actually means to, to live out your faith. Um, so the church itself maybe only has about 30 members um, that would come regularly. Um, however, it's been incredible to see in the past six months the church has grown um, within the area. Originally, a lot of the members that came were older members and the only children were Andy's four kids. And recently, since I arrived, we've had about five new families join, all from the local community. Um, which has been incredible. So now we've got a mix of ages and we've got a mix of different backgrounds. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just so cool to see that God's starting to work in that community and starting to bring more and more people. Um, and it's one thing Beth and Andy were praying for was for five new families. And God has provided them with five new families. And the children, you maybe see seen in some of the videos, they just started their first kids club this year on a Thursday. And at first it was again just Andy's kids and now we've got about 10 to 12 children coming every week which is incredible and such a blessing um, so yeah I think that Okay just quickly share with us some of the things that you were involved in so you had a couple of camps mm -hmm. but you're also doing things in the church as well Yeah so um, because it is such a small church there wasn't a like a set role for me to kind of slot into I had to use my initiative a lot um, but I would have helped out with the children's um, work, which 
the children's group was called Uvitas, which is little grapes, that's what it translates to, um, because there was a, a vineyard out the back of the church. Um, so I would have helped on a Sunday with their Sunday school and then on a Thursday with their kids club, um, which at first was just kind of being an extra pair of hands, but um, over time as my Spanish got better and I kind of learned a bit more, um, I also had the opportunity to teach a few Sunday school lessons, which was really cool. Um, and then I also got involved with the music, um, so I played guitar on Sundays. Um, and yeah, and one of the one of the highlights I think of my week, which was something kind of surprising I didn't expect to be doing, um, was Bible studies with um, the older ladies in the church. Um, one who was a hundred years old, and another who was ninety years old, and then Adri, who led um, the group, was about is about seventy nine. So us four would have met every Monday. Um, and these ladies are like, these are proper ladies. Um, and they had their afternoon tea every Monday. So I would have went and they would have had all of the fine china out and their nice, the nice tea bags and everything. And it was really lovely to have afternoon tea with them and study the Bible. Um, so we studied Isaiah together. Um, and then as well as that, then throughout my time, I set myself a challenge to study the book of Esther, which I'd never studied in depth before. And I wanted to challenge myself to um, create and lead my first Bible study. So um, Andy and Beth gave me a lot of books to read. And I started writing my own Bible study on Esther, which I was very blessed to be able to share with the two older women um, just before I left, which was really encouraging. Um, so yeah, so those are the things I sort of did weekly within the church as well as just little things like creating flyers for the church and going to meetings and getting involved and a lot of just getting to know the community. So meeting up with people for coffee, which it was honestly great. I just got to meet up with coffee and talk to them in Spanish for a couple of hours. Um, it was wonderful. Um, and then as well as that, then in January, I had two camps that I went on. Um, one in the north of Argentina in Salta, which we travelled for about 12 hours one day and an extra five hours the next day to get to it. It was quite far away, but it was so nice and it was with people about my age. Um, so I went and I helped play guitar there, but I mainly went as a camper um, and it was really nice to meet people my age, um, especially because Mendoza, where I was, there was no one my age. So that was one thing that I struggled with in my time. So it was nice to meet people my age and yeah, be able to, I don't know, just join in fellowship with them um, and get to know another province, another region of Argentina. Um, and then the second camp was Los Cocos in Córdoba, which is slightly more east of Argentina. Um, and that was with the churches in Buenos Aires. So it was for a younger age group, about ages 12 to 18. Um, so I was a leader on that. Um, got to lead a Bible study group, a small group, and one of their games teams. Um, so that was good fun as well. And I also was able to share a bit of my culture with them. So I was asked to lead a Keely one night, which was a bit, <laughs> it was a bit unpredictable at first. I was kind of like, oh, I don't know if these kids are going to like this. They're in this awkward teenage phase. They're going to have to hold hands. This is not going to go down well. Um, but it actually was really fun and it was really good. Um, yeah, I did have to learn how to do the Kaylee dancing because I'd never done it. <laughs> I actually didn't know what I was doing until about a week before I went on camp. 
and I had to translate it all into Spanish, but it went really well, and it was, I would say, one of the highlights of the week was, was doing that with them, but yeah. Okay, now I know what 10 minutes doesn't feel like. <laughs> well, Paz, just to finish up then, Leah, you're going away on Tuesday, so really what's, what's happening next? So next week and then weeks after that. Um, on Tuesday then I'm heading to Cardiff again just to see my brother and see some of my friends um, and then our uni has our mission week this week so I'm not really having much of a break I'm getting stuck in with that and getting involved with that um, which will be really fun and then the 1st of March then I head to, head to Italy to do it all again um, which is a bit daunting because I just knew how much of a struggle it was going to Argentina when I was already fairly confident in my Spanish and like I still really struggled and after having spent so long focusing on Spanish now for six months I've completely forgotten all Italian so I'm kind of I'm a bit daunted having to do it all again having to make new friends again having to try and com communicate again but um, hopefully well I'm sure it will it'll be great um, and I'm excited to see what new things God will challenge me with but yeah. Well, thank you, Leah. I'm sure there's plenty of other stories. Well, there is plenty of other stories, and if you want, I'm sure Leah will share with them later on. We're going to spend a bit of good time in prayer for you as, uh, as well. But before that, you went out and you weren't all that sure about your Spanish, you say, but now you're pretty fluent in it. But will you lead us in, in the Lord's Prayer in Spanish for us? Yeah, I've been practicing it all day, so hopefully I remember it. <laughs> okay, let's pray. Um, Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo, santificado sea tu nombre. Venga tu reino um, y hágase tu voluntad en la tierra como en el cielo. Um, danos hoy nuestro pan de cada día y perdona nuestras ofensas como también nosotros perdonamos a los que nos ofenden. No nos dejes um, a caer la, a la tentación y líbranos del mal. Porque tuyo es el, el reino, tuyo es el, el poder y tuya es la gloria, ahora y por siempre. Amén. Ok, thank you. So we just turn to God in prayer for a few moments now, just as we remember Leah and the church out there as well. So let's pray. Loving Heavenly Father, we thank you indeed for the blessings that uh, you give to all of us. We thank you, Lord, that in our weaknesses that we can rely on your strength and your faithfulness. And if you've reminded us in your word, your great love, because of your great love, we are not consumed. But your compassions never fail. They are new every morning. You're, you are our portion, therefore we wait for you. Lord, we thank you indeed for how you've been with Leah over these last six months and the, the, the experiences, Lord, that she has had. Lord, we thank you indeed that you've been her portion each, uh, each morning. You've kept her safe. You've helped her, Lord, in, to grow in confidence and especially, Lord, uh, grow in her faith and her reliance upon you. Lord, we pray for Andy and Bethany and Ellie and Francisco in that church, Lord, in Mendoza. And we thank you for the work that they're doing, for the growth that they have seen even in the last number of months, for how, Lord, even within that place that you are moving and saving and, and changing people's lives. 
And Lord, as they, those members now worship together and, and learn together, Lord, we pray indeed that they grow in their faith. We pray for that ladies' Bible study. Thank you, Lord, for, for those ladies, Lord, that meet regularly every week and, and open up your word and, and want to learn and are keen to continue to learn more about you each day. We thank you of the, the children, Lord, and that the children's work and those new families that have come. And we pray, Lord, as those children grow, that they may as well, Lord, grow in the knowledge of you. And may that church, Lord, be a blessing to them. And for the young people, and particularly those, Lord, in other parts of Argentina, those, Lord, that have been at those camps in Salta and Cordoba, Lord, we ask that the things that they experienced, the things that they learned, Lord, uh, throughout those weeks' camps, may last with them, that you may be continue to speak into their hearts and give them confidence, Lord, in a country where there's so many, Lord, competing things and, and those, Lord, that have never heard your word, Lord, that they may have the confidence to stand up for you. But bless that church and bless, Lord, all the things that you're doing there. Continue, Lord, to, to build your church in that place. And again, Lord, we just now pray for Leah as she heads off again now to Bologna to start another new adventure, another new language and a new church, new people to get to know. Continue, Lord, in that way of being her portion. And we ask us all in Jesus' name. Amen.